have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, hello, and happy Gratitude Day. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy beginning of the holidays. Oh, my goodness, there's so much that's going on this week with uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. Everybody's going to be broke, and hopefully everybody will get a belly full. Well, I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, and the show is brought to you by Be the Star You Are Charity, and today's show is all about gratitude and also since we are starting the holiday season and we'll have a Thanksgiving tomorrow, we'll talk about also how to get along with relatives during the holidays because sometimes that can be a bit challenging. And the miracle moment for today is, um, is from Charles Dickens. Reflect upon your present blessings of which every man has plenty. Not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. I thought that's a good quote to start off the holiday season. I can't believe that it's already close to the end of the year. This is um, really, really, really nuts. Just want to remind you that Giving Tuesday is coming up on December 4th. And you can make a donation. They're all tax deductible. Get your company to match your donations. It's a really big deal. All the charities are doing things. And you, you can um, go to be the org if you feel so inclined to give to our literacy, our Read, Lead, Succeed program. That would be fantastic. And you can do it through PayPal. Or, of course, you can always send a check. Well, I am really jubilant today because it is raining. We had a huge storm. Uh, that started yesterday afternoon. It was really heavy last night. And this is the first rain I think that we've had here in Northern California since maybe April, maybe the beginning of May, I forget. But I was beginning to think we were turning into a desert. And it just poured. So it was was fantastic. There's nothing better than listening to the rain. And so what I did yesterday is um, as it was raining, I uh, I had already gotten most of my work done, so I left my office, ran to my house, and fertilized all the garden and the lawns, and I also um, scattered seeds because you, you can't do it, you know, unless it's raining. And then I was trying to rake some leaves and somehow got into a yellow jacket nest. I didn't know that yellow jackets were still out at the end of November, you know, beginning of December, and... It was really frightening. They chased me, and I got stung about, I I think I got about 10 bites from my feet all the way to my neck, and I was actually covered up in 
long pants and a sweatshirt and a hat and scarf, and they still got in my clothes and they chased me in the house. So beware of yellow jackets. I definitely have to write about that next week. Well, if you are driving around neighborhoods, you're probably seeing pumpkins and gourds and scarecrows decorating yards because Thanksgiving is here. It's arrived. And we do have to give thanks for our safety, the bounty on our tables, the flora in our curated gardens, our wide open spaces, our community camaraderie, and the benevolence of family and friends. Now, despite the blackouts here in California, the evacuations, the fires, for the most part, we have been spared um, the despair and tragedy. And as a gardener, I find solace and grace and gratitude while I'm toiling in the dirt. And I encourage you to discover happiness and joy in nature as well, to pay attention to the details and walk around your home and journey into the garden and observe how your world is colored. In fact, uh, tonight, Neighbors and myself are uh, giving a thank you party to the firefighters, police, and first responders that came into our neighborhood, um, 150 strong, and saved our homes, (laughs) saved our lives, woke us up in the middle of the night. So um, we had talked with the fire chief, and this was the night he chose. So we're doing a, a catered kind of big barbecue blowout for all of them and it'll be fun um i can't I'm, I'm looking forward to just saying thank you to the people that you don't get to say thank you to and you know by practicing gratitude for simple things that we take for granted every day uh, you know like flipping on your lights or having that pillow to sleep on or the bright red hues on boston ivy or intricate patterns on a coleus plant or textures of the mosaics of palms and redwoods and liquid ambers swaying in the wind. There's also, it's so great to look at the thick blanket of leaves that have fallen from the Japanese maple. I just love seeing that. When we were little kids, we used to play in the leaves. I know in the East Coast, they like to burn the leaves, but we would always pile them up and then dive into them. Although right now I can't do that because there's yellow jackets in there. So in any case, we just need to be grateful that in normal times, we do have electricity at the flick of a switch and we do have warm running water by turning on a spigot. So as frustrated as I have been as long, uh, along with probably most other Californians with our power company, we still luxuriate with more conveniences than many people in many other countries. And what happens is we become numb to the delights and also to the challenges of living. Now, the increased popularity of foraging has resulted in a stream of articles in magazines recently. And although I'm a big advocate for adding a variety of wild weeds to our diets, it's also really important to caution the inexperienced about the dangers of picking plants that are unfamiliar. So while purslane and dandelions and amaranths and lamb quarters are highly nutritious, there are many botanicals that can trigger major allergies or even be deadly when consumed. Think hemlock, Socrates. It resembles wild carrots or Queen Anne's lace, or oleander. It's a very pretty flower, but it can kill humans and animals. And even just a little bit, every single part of the plant is um, poisonous and fatal. 
Until you are knowledgeable about what you're gathering for your next supper, it's best to purchase your exotic greens and mushrooms from a farmer's market or a local vegetable bin. Now, persimmons are appearing like shiny orange ornaments hanging from tree limbs, and they are adding such a festive feeling to my holiday t- uh, orchard. I, I think that the decor looks so pretty. Now, you can pick them now before the squirrels and birds add them to their autumn menu, and then just leave them to ripen on the counter. If you put them in a brown paper bag, they'll ripen quickly. Those are the hachias. The hachias have to be soft before you eat them. And the fuyus are most delicious and perfect for lunch snacks or sliced into salads when they're hard and crunchy like apples. But I am finding if I don't pick my persimmons now when they are really hard, I'm not going to have any because um, the squirrels and the birds are just eating them. uh, They're just everywhere in there. I also just saw squirrels in my pistachio tree and they're eating all the berries. And they just, it's so crazy to see see them literally hanging and eating the things. So November is usually the optimum month to plant trees and bulbs and transplants and seedlings. And of course, without the rain, we really couldn't do it. But now that it's raining, I am excited for the weekend because that's what I'm going to be doing is getting all my bulbs in and getting um, things that I want to transplant, get them transplanted because since it is watering from the sky, I don't have to turn on a faucet. So that'll be great. So as we celebrate November, we prepare for the dormant season ahead. And hopefully we'll continue to get this much needed rain. And for those of you in parts of the country that are having too much rain, I hope you just get enough rain and not too much. And uh, I know in the Sierras, it's snowing and everybody is excited because the ski slopes are open for Thanksgiving. So here are some things that you can do uh, this weekend if you you know, are just hanging around your house and garden. Clean up any leaves or weeds that might be remaining from annuals and vegetables. Compost your healthy debris. And cleaning up now is going to prevent the population of snails and earwigs and sow bugs from expanding. Water your ornamentals and your perennials that have withered from dry winds. Now, since it's raining out, maybe they're already getting watered, but if they're under a, um, a balcony or, or um, an overhang, you might have to water them. Or if you're in a container, pull them out into the rain. Prune your shrubs before new flower bulbs form. And as soon as crepe myrtles lose their leaves, you can shape your trees. You can prune your fig trees to a size to keep the fruit within reach. Cut back your leggy geraniums and your pelagoniums, and then new growth with an abundance of flowers will reemerge in the spring. It does look ugly for a little bit of time, but then it gets very pretty. Now, again, forage only for plants that you can positively identify. Fertilize your hedges with fertilizers high in nitrogen, and now lawns need their second feeding And, of course, it's the best to do it when it's raining, and that's why I go out in the rain and I fertilize the lawn. And I also, in bare patches, I put um, uh, potting soil on top of it. It was interesting. As soon as I threw the lawn seed, the birds just, like, dove down. They were so excited to see some seeds. So hopefully they didn't get it all. 
Uh, put your fallen leaves into a compost pile. Don't put them in the green bin unless you really don't like to, to put nutrients back into your garden. But leaves are good for your garden. Make sure to clean out your rain gutters, um, and you can add those leaves to the compost pile because usually they're already composted. Any deciduous fruit trees need to be sprayed with a dormant oil, and that's pears, peaches, plums, apricots. And they usually need three rounds of spraying, uh, November, December, and January. So put that on your calendar. And then start perusing nurseries for perennials such as columbine, carnations, corobels, chrysanthemums, which can be planted from six packs right now because, again, it's raining. Deadhead your roses regularly. You're going to maintain your blossoms and fragrance until January. Although, if you prefer, you can allow the rose hips to grace your bushes because they have a very uh, pretty vibrant red and orange color. Or you can pick the hips and um, add them to your tea for some extra vitamin C, which might be good since it is cold and flu season. Perennials need to be divided. If you see overgrown clumps, just um, you know, cut them down and then plant them elsewhere or you can share extras with friends. It's really nice for a Thanksgiving table to um, to. Gather maybe some of the dried grasses, pods, willows, branches, or any other natural materials and make a cornucopia of autumn arrangements. I went out and I um, cut my liquid ambers and some of the branches that are on my grapevines because they've turned reds and yellows and they're really pretty. Another fun thing to do for your table is to hollow out a pumpkin or a gourd and you could plant it with succulents and... um, and it'll just keep growing. And that's a nice kind of a Thanksgiving display. Or if you just hollow it out, you could even just put a small pot of something in there so you don't have to remove the dirt later. And then you could also create some really gorgeous fall-hued arrangements with um, roses, gerbera, berries, and reeds. Because roses in this part of the country are still blooming. Vegetables such as broccoli, beets, carrots, lettuce, peas, turnips, spinach, uh, kale, they can be planted by seed as long as you keep them watered. And so if it's raining, that's a good thing. And uh, do harvest your pumpkins, your gourds, squash, apples, walnuts, persimmons, tangerines. And you could keep a basket of edibles as a festive holiday decor like on your counter just so you can grab and eat something. But if you don't harvest your pumpkins and gourds and squash and apples, they will start rotting. And then, the, of course, the, the squirrels are going to get the walnuts and the persimmons. The tangerines usually last for a while, though. And really enjoy the fall foliage until it all changes. The views of the changing tree colors are so pretty. And... If you climb on top of a hill and look down, as I did, um, I just love it. You can um, you can see some pictures in the newest article that I just wrote uh, that's called Grace and Gratitude in the Dirt. And that's at my website at CynthiaBryan.com under uh, gardening articles if you'd like to see some of those pictures. And be grateful. For everything, including your garden and whether your plot is large, medium or small, or even if you only showcase a single potted plant in the window, remember you are a gardener. So just keep digging because there is grace and gratitude buried in the dirt and everyone grows with nature. 
So take time to give thanks for the little things every day, not just once a day. Be grateful for what you have. And having an attitude of gratitude makes every moment shine brightly. So think of every day as Thanksgiving Day because you will live, learn, laugh, love, and appreciate what you have. And then also share the abundance. So wishing everyone a very happy, healthy, and delicious turkey day. And if you're a vegetarian, I hope that you have lots of yummy, yummy vegetables because this is the time of year to have all that. So happy gardening, happy growing, happy Thanksgiving. And I'll, I'll end this segment with a quote from Doris Day. Gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. Remember that. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We are coming to you live, and this is the Voice America Network, and the show is brought to you from Be the Star You Are charity. And during the break, why don't you visit bethestaryouare.org. Take a peek around, and maybe you'll be inspired to make a donation. Be right back. Grab a cup of tea, and come back and be with me. Be the star you us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. We are back, and I am looking out the window, and it is absolutely stunning because it has been raining, and all of a sudden the clouds parted, and the sun is starting to set. It is absolutely gorgeous. I just had to share that. I felt very grateful for seeing that. So um, I've talked about Alan Cohen before, and he is an author, and I think he's also a philosopher. He lives in Hawaii. He's been on the show a few times. But he had given some um, information about getting along or just, you know, having 
being okay through the holidays. And I don't know if, if you've watched the Amazon series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but there was a segment where the family gathers for dinner following Yom Kippur, and they're all really hungry, but um, but the gathering erupts into absolute total chaos with people yelling, taking pickles out of their purse, nobody eating, and the scenes probably resonate with a lot of families. You get together for the holidays and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody brings up something that makes you angry. And so as we plunge into the holiday season, many of us will be spending intensive time with our relatives. And if you love your family and they're easy to be with, well, that's great. Way to go. But if not, you may find yourself with relatives or it could be just friends who are difficult to be with. And there might be some many events, patterns, histories. And then how do you keep the season joyful? So these are some tips. And some of these, as I said, come from Alan Cohen, because I thought those are really great. Now, the first one is to be honest about your choices. Saying yes to invitations and gatherings that you would rather not attend actually depletes your energy and puts you in a state of inner conflict. So it's so much better to say no. So have the courage and confidence to be where you would choose to be with people you prefer rather than acting from guilt or fear or obligation. You know, um, if somebody said that you had to be there and why are you going? Well, because we invited them. Just remember that every invite is a choice and invitations um we have the choice to accept or not to accept. So if you really don't want to go somewhere, just, you know, very graciously bow out and that because you'll be much happier that way. Because there's usually so many things to do. Now, healthy boundaries. If three hours is the maximum time you can enjoy hanging out, you know, depart at that time. If you don't feel like watching football or going shopping, just take a walk around the block or go to the park. And if the conversation turns to gossip or poli- politics or arguments, change the subject or leave the room or pass the food, but know your limits and stick to them. I think this year, especially in the political climate that we are in, it could be a little bit um, challenging unless everybody's on the same page because so many has so many people have so many different ideas. I just stay away from politics and religion. Those two things that have always been told aren't very good in mixed companies. So maybe you want to do the same. Set up your mind and energy to stay peaceful. So before you enter a gathering, why don't you sit for five or ten minutes and surround yourself in a sphere of like white light or just meditate for a moment or just take a few deep breaths because that will help you be more positive. It will help you emit love, harmony, and it'll center you. Um, And hopefully it'll deflect some of the negative energies that could happen. Make it your primary goal to remain happy during your family gathering, no matter what anyone says or does. So if you feel peaceful by the time you leave, then the event has been really successful. Send your friends and relatives love. Before you set out on your travels or enter a gathering, mentally speak to your relatives, especially difficult ones. You know, it's like 
talk to them in your mind, kind of pre-plan what you're saying and send them love. And no matter how messed up they are on a personal level or how dysfunctional your relationship is or has been, you know, there is a place inside that is whole and healthy and available for heartfelt communication. It might be buried deeply, but it's there somewhere. So, you know, maybe say a little prayer or, as I said, a meditate. But in any case, let this love from your heart and soul kind of shine out on them and then trust that that soul to soul communication is real and can work because it really can. And then cultivate relationships and gatherings with people who are meaningful for you. You may remember Wayne Dyer was on our show several times. Unfortunately, he has passed to the, to the great sky above, but he had a quote, friends are God's way of apologizing for your relatives. And, um, Richard Bach in his book Illusion said the bond that links your true family is not one of blood, but of respect and joy in each other's life. So if you have respect and joy with your blood relatives, you're very blessed. And if not, go where you do have respect and joy so that you can live authentically. And that might be with a friend's that you've created that have made your family. So you don't have to be related by blood to have a family. This is the season of light. It is the time of a joyous connection. So complete the old, open the new, and your contribution to life and your relatives and the season. And the world is going to bring you peace, whatever it takes for you to achieve that. So remember that you're the light of your world. And you are a light in your relative's world. So shine, just shine and keep calm. And even if your family is nutty crazy, send them love anyway. And as I'm saying shine, oh my gosh, it is shining through this window right now. How beautiful is this sunset? And I I am very grateful to see this through the rain. And I'm sure there's a rainbow out there somewhere. I'm just not, um, I'm not in a position on the radio here to uh, to see it. So uh, if you're feeling stressed, I have a suggestion for you. For many years now, I have taken care of my stress, my aches, my pains, or just my exhaustion with a Chinese remedy called reflexology. The price is right. <laughs> it's usually at least half, sometimes it's 75% less than getting a massage. It just depends where you go. So I feel that I've found a way to stay healthy. So do you know what reflexology is? I mean, maybe you have like a sinus congestion problem and you can actually do a, a maneuver in your fingers that can help you. If reflexology is actually based on a concept that our hands and our feet contain nerve endings that form a map of the entire, of the entire body. And you can learn to do this safe therapy at home for yourself for relief from a lot of the common health concerns like back pain or allergy symptoms or even insomnia. So how it works is when you apply a pressure to key points on your hands and feet, you activate nerve endings and this helps your nervous and your circulatory system get your body into better balance. Now, our nerve endings are connected to spinal nerves as well as 
to corresponding organs, and each can be reached by a point on the feet or hands. For instance, the the side of your thumb matches up with your spine. And, you know, it's so interesting when I was having some really painful uh, spinal issues a few years ago, my thumb was always incredibly sore and I found myself always massaging my thumb. I didn't even realize that by massaging my thumb, I was also helping my spine. Now, there is solid scientific research behind reflexology. And back in 1993, the first reflexology study published in a peer-reviewed medical journal. It was uh, published in Obstetrics and Gynecology. It studied the effects of reflexology on PMS. And the study showed a 46% reduction in premenstrual symptoms. And more recently, the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health awarded a second round of funding to Michigan State University researchers to continue studying the impact of reflexology on women who are undergoing chemotherapy for advanced breast cancer. Now, so far, patients have shown improvement in shortness of breath, as well as in 10 areas of physical activity. And also, there's some preliminary research going on at Ohio State University's Comprehensive Cancer Center, and they're looking at the effects of reflexology and aromatherapy in women women that are undergoing uh, breast cancer radiation treatment. And so far, it's suggesting that the combo reflects um, a reduction in pain by 60%, and it reduces anxiety by 20%. Now... Yes, you can do these things on your own, but uh, at least here in California, almost every little town, there are places now that you can go for reflexology that are done by qualified uh, Chinese people who usually have done this back in their own country, and now they have opened shops here. They, I have seen a full hour for as little as $15 an hour, and it usually goes up to about $40 an hour. And some of them are much better than others, obviously, so you need to find the ones that work for you. Uh, but it is, it's really, really something, especially if you are having anxiety or you're stressed out, you will leave feeling so relaxed. And I know I've been at some reflexology sessions where people actually fall asleep. Now, um, it is a holistic therapy, and while reflex, uh, reflexology is considered safe, there are a few caveats, so you have to be aware of them. If you have unchecked diabetes or you have a blood clot or you have foot injuries or sores, make sure you check with your doctor first because feet and diabetes and sores don't go well together and you could get really bad infections and remember that it's a complementary therapy it's not a substitute for medical care but in any case I I really I just absolutely um, love it I just think it's just really really good if you're if you ever you know if you've ever been out beer drinking (laughs) or you feel like you're bloated If you roll the soles of your feet um, on like a wooden wooden foot roller, 
it actually will relieve the bloating and helps with any gastric distress. So that's a real simple one. You can do this after a big meal when you're feeling just, you know, like this is a good one for Thanksgiving after you feel like, oh my gosh, I've eaten just one too many bites of turkey and stuffing and pumpkin pie. And if you just do it for one or two minutes on each foot, you're going to feel so much better. And also, if you're having trouble sleeping, you can press a point on your thumb that is the reflex for the pituitary gland. Now, the pituitary gland oversees the entire endocrine system, especially the adrenals, which are involved with the cortisol levels and stress. So it's an important point to help the body rebalance itself. And how you do it is just uh, if you hold up, I'm holding my thumb up right now. If you hold up your thumb and let it look at it and then find the middle of your thumb, that is the reflex for the pituitary gland. Use the side of one thumb and press the thumb's nail firmly into the center of that area and hold it for 45 seconds. And how do you know if you have the right um, the right spot? Well, it might feel like a little metal ball under the skin, or it might feel like you stuck a needle in your thumb, and it might be more sensitive if you've had trouble sleeping lately. And then you can just do it on your other thumb too. So you know, with the holidays and the stress and the families, a lot of us can't sleep. So try that. So again. Press the spot on both thumbs two or three times a day to sleep more soundly on a regular basis. And the next time you wake up in the middle of the night, you can just do it again. Now, allergies um, are are around and there's a lot of sinus congestion, especially uh, with flus and colds. And the fingers contain the reflexes for the head and the sinuses. And so if you are congested, this will, will really, really work because all you need is your hands. So turn your hand, palm up, and then press and rub the base of each finger all the way to the tip. And then switch hands and repeat until you've done all 10 fingers. And do this on each finger on both hands a few times. And I repeat three or four times a, ga- a day. And what's interesting, this is a technique that when I get reflexology, they always use, do this one. So I've been fortunate I haven't had any sinus conjections. Now, uh, what about back pain? Now, um, I work really, really hard outside in the garden. You hear me talking about gardening and farming and all this a lot. And being the charity founder, I am constantly carrying books uh, and moving things around. So I get back pain. And it's hard to find do-it-yourself solutions that ease the pain. So this one is kind of a good one to know since this reflex area covers your whole spine. And the the trick helps alleviate upper and lower back equipment. Uh, And you don't need any specialized equipment like the foot roller. You just need your body. So the outside of the thumb down to the wrist contains the spine reflex. So I was telling you earlier that when my, I was always rubbing my thumb when my spine was hurting. So you start with the left hand and press with the right thumb, inching along from the top of the thumb all the way to the wrist. And then repeat it on the right hand using the left thumb to press. And if you find anywhere that, that's, ter- you know, that's tender, that's normal because if, especially if you're experiencing back pain. 
And then you can spend more time on areas that are tender. Don't apply a lot of pressure if it hurts. Um, With reflexology, that no pain, no gain, that does not do it. That is not the right thing. So again, reflexology is a really great stress buster and will get rid of your your, uh, bloated tummy um, after Thanksgiving. So I hope that you'll give it a shot. When we come back from break, we're going to talk more about gratitude and what I personally am grateful for. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Don't go away. We just have one more segment and then we'll be gone for Thanksgiving. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know the signs that your really, really huge dream is about to materialize? Most of us have dreams. I hope you have a dream. And the key is to live our dreams. So here are some indicators of making your dream come true. Regularly visualize the end result, the after party or beyond. Show up and do something constructive to achieve your dream every day. Don't be attached to how it will come true. Really, truly care that your dream happens. Make a list of the first three people you'll call with your great news. Smile more, fret less. Speak and behave as if you've achieved the end results. Depend on yourself and not on others to make a dream come true. Then plan your next goal. And offer gratitude continually. Say thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. To book a coaching session, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling. Well, we are back, and I hope you're getting excited for Thanksgiving. It should be a marvelous, marvelous day with family or friends or whoever you decide to spend it with. 
I thought that I would read you the chapter, The Gift of Gratitude, from the book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Positive Gifts um, in a Changing Digital World. And I wrote this uh, this particular chapter because I really do feel grateful for everything. Sometimes I feel like I'm the luckiest girl on the planet. My greatest blessing was to be born into a family of farmers of Italian descent with parents who deeply loved one another and their five children. We were taught to be grateful for everything, to respect others, and to believe we could accomplish our dreams as long as we worked hard and lived with integrity. By standards of the day, we were poor, although we children didn't know it. We each owned a pair of cowboy boots, Levi's shirt, a sweatshirt, a pair of shorts, socks, underwear, bathing suit, and a Sunday church outfit. Our playground was the hills, the fields, the orchards, and creeks. Our playmates were each other and the wild animals we'd adopt. Our mother was a tremendous gardener and an accomplished cook. We ate meals together daily, fresh farm to table, long before it was considered trendy. And besides being a talented rancher, our father could build or fix anything. He made our desks so that we could study. He hung ropes over the creek so we could swing like Tarzan. He even dug us a swimming pool when we were teenagers. We rode our horses bareback, and by the age of eight, each of us had learned to drive every tractor, truck, jalopy, and jeep so that we could work not only on our acreage, but for the many other farmers in the valley. It was simple, it was a loving, earthy existence that taught me innumerable life skills for which I am immensely thankful today. Having an attitude of gratitude is being rich in spirit. Have you ever wondered how your life could change for the better if you cultivated a year-round practice of being grateful? Counting your blessings is not just an idle comment. Research indicates that giving thanks produces admirable benefits from reducing stress to increasing restful sleep. By paying attention to what we have and not what we lack, we begin to see the world as a place of goodness. We recognize that the gifts we receive have arrived from sources outside of ourselves. Heartfelt appreciation for the little things leads to an awareness that Despite the dark moments that will definitely occur in every person's life, we can choose to find the silver lining. When we set our intention to seek the positive in everything that occurs, we become more optimistic. We become happier, healthier, and satisfied with our lives. And guess what happens next? The more we are grateful for, the more we will have to be grateful for. Gratitude amplifies gratitude. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. You have the ability to give thanks daily. Challenges may be opportunities in disguise. Seek the light at the end of the tunnel and then be glad for that tunnel. You'll be rewarded with a stronger immune system, lower blood pressure, improved relationships, and you'll feel less isolated when you incorporate gratitude as a major influence of your being. A few of the small and probably silly things that make me thankful every day include a healthy body, mind, and soul, straight white teeth, a pillow on which to rest my head, indoor plumbing, nature all around me, 
electricity at the flip of a finger. Well, that's when the, uh, <laughs> the, the power company hasn't turned it off for all of California. Clean water. A belly filled with fresh produce, my beloved barnyard of abandoned animals, work I love, my favorite clothing items, my bathrobe and my bikini, (laughs) birds singing, ice cream, the ability to make a difference in the lives of others through Be The Star You Are charity, twinkling stars in the night sky, my trusty Mac laptop, the beautiful sunsets. And most importantly, my precious family, relatives, friends, and colleagues who enrich me with their love, their lives, their intelligence, their hugs, and their dedication. And these are just a sampling of the little big contributors to my joy and my appreciation for being alive. I also just wanted to share with you a sampling of my very favorite gratitude quotes. Now, these have become my personal affirmations. So if you memorize one or two you'll find yourself jettisoned to an uplifted space and mood as you incorporate grace and gratitude into your daily exercise. So the first one is from Henry Ward Beecher. Gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. The second one is Cicero. Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but it is the parent of all virtues. Abraham Hicks, when you feel gratitude, you are the closest to the natural state you were born to live in. Dennis Waitley, happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, or worn. It is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, with grace, and with gratitude. And the final one is Oprah Winfrey. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Now, today I have several pairs of boots. I have a couple pairs of Levi's. I have lots of shorts, lots of bathing suits, and other items of clothing, as well as more pennies in my pocket. And I have maintained the eating habits of my youth because I grow as much as possible um, for myself and for my whole family. My appreciation for open space, personal privacy, and the beauty of nature engulfs my raison d'être. The hard work and the loving lessons learned in my formative years are implemented in my daily actions. And I have my mom and dad to thank for rooting me in richness and grounding me in gratitude. And this is an exercise that you can do to help you feel more grateful because as I said at the top of the hour, I really do believe that Thanksgiving is every day. I start every day with a meditation and it's a meditation of gratitude. And that just anchors me for the day, and it helps me feel happy about the day. So here's the exercise. Now, Thanksgiving doesn't only come once a year in November. Creating a habit of grateful living is a daily ritual with compounding benefits. Try a few of these gratitude actions on for size, and then watch how your life morphs. Number one, begin each morning with words of gratitude for three unique items that spring to mind. 
For example, just the fact that you woke up is a reason to celebrate you are still alive. Number two, start today noticing the good things around you. Instead of noticing the negative, start seeing the positive. Three, smile. Well, the more you smile, the more you will have to smile about. And a smile is contagious. It gives your face value. Compliment and thank people and be authentic with it. Not fake, but when you see someone, make sure to make them feel good. Create a gratitude journal, either on your computer or in a notebook. Enter all the small and big things that pop up that make you whisper thank you throughout the day. Write a letter of appreciation to a former teacher or a mentor or anybody in your life that has done something for you. Volunteer to be of service. There are so many charities and nonprofits out there that could use your skills. And the irony of volunteering is you feel good when you volunteer. It makes you feel good. You may not get any money, but you're going to make connections and you're going to help other people. And that in turn boomerangs back to you. Find good fortune in something that seemed doom. Think, talk, and live abundance and blessings because what you think about and talk about will come about. And don't complain, don't blame. Instead, reframe and gain. And that way you can make Thanksgiving Day every day and you can easily become the star you are. And I am very thankful to you, my listeners. I'm very grateful that you're with me every week or if you're finding us on iTunes or somewhere else, where I want you to be here with us on the Voice America Network every Wednesday, 4 to 5, or on the archives. And the final word of appreciation comes from John Fitzgerald Kennedy. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. And I think that is rather profound. So as I said, I start my days with a meditation, rain or shine, I go out, I sit in my garden, I contemplate the abundance, the beauty and nature that surrounds me. And I'm just really grateful for everything, for my health, my family, friends, home, work, for this radio show, for my team at Voice America, for Be The Star You Are charity. So with a grateful heart, I just find it's easier to tackle the challenges of daily living. So don't forget that next Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, and it is a day for anyone, anywhere to give. It's grown into the biggest giving movement in the world. It's always celebrated on the Tuesday following the United States Thanksgiving, and it's fueled by the power of social media. So I hope you'll visit BeTheStarYouAre.org and make a donation, or you can create a fundraiser like on Facebook or wherever, and ask your employer to match donations. And Be The Star You Are will use your contributions for our ongoing um, research and outreach programs. And it's not how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. Mother Teresa said that. So I hope that you will all have a marvelous, marvelous Thanksgiving. And I look forward to being with you every week here on Star Style, Be The Star You Are. For more information about Be The Star You Are, 
visit bethestarur.org. And for more information about Cynthia Bryan and Star Style Productions, please go to cynthiabryan.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So see behind your physical being and know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. And since it's the holidays, remember that a book is a gift that keeps on giving. And we have lots of them, Star Style Radio, no, StarStyleStore.net. Go to StarStyleStore.net or you can find them on any of our websites. So until we are celebrating next week, next Wednesday, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self and have a very lovely Thanksgiving. I wish you bounty and joy, abundance, happiness, and love. Make a difference. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.